everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries, showing the help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get Brood for those who go the extra mile. Yeah, you guessed it, folks. Today, Cold Cans takes on Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, ladies and gentlemen. Have you guys had it? Have you had water? <laughs> heard of it? Have you heard of it? It's water. Have you seen the Straight iconic the tap. campaigns for Michelob Ultra? There are a lot of commercials. As we played there at the top, they're like a big Super Bowl advertiser. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beautiful. Seems to be people. someone owned by maybe a bigger brewery that hey, is able to hey, pedal this type of. Uh, pump the brakes, bucko. We're going to get want the there. listeners to know. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, today Michelob Ultra, the superior light beer, as it's known. Sure. Everybody knows this is what I would refer to as a competitor to Miller 64, to the Bud 55. Yep. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows that this is a competitor to <laughs> Miller 64 and Bud 55. Yeah. We all know we go to our local establishments and we order that Michelob Ultra and nobody gives us a side eye at all. No. Uh, so we're drinking Michelob Ultra, folks. I'm uh, I'm about to take a sip. I haven't taken a sip. It's a night light beer. Yeah. Take, take a sip. It's uh it's a three percent beer or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So today we're 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 gonna kinda analyze efficiency. Sure. And Michelob Ultra, their advertising campaign, the one we played, the video that goes along with it is people who are all about working out. Uh huh. They get up at five o'clock in the morning. I go to my CrossFit gym. The people we all aspire to be. <laughs> yes, who we should all want to be. Right. We uh, should work be out ourselves. before work, work for ten hours. Get yes. pissed up on some Michelob Ultras after work. And pass the fuck out. Mm. Uh, You're ready to do it again the next day. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Yeah, the American the dream. dream. So I, so between us, we did Mil- Miller 64 a couple weeks back, a couple months back, actually, now that we're looking at it. Mm. Um, and you told me, you know what? I feel like I didn't say enough about what I wanted to say with Miller 64. Sure. I, now we're drinking another beer. That is doing what Miller 64 did to us, which is pushing the diet culture, mm. diet lifestyle, the, hey, sin a little bit. It's okay, bucko. <laughs> yeah. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Come back. Hey, it's innocence. Um, if you just drink some Miller, uh, Michelob Ultra, if you just drink some Miller 64, if you just drink some Bud 55, you're going to feel good. You're going to look good. Yeah. We know you have a debilitating alcohol <laughs> dependence. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. And you're not going to give that up, but you need to cut the calories because yeah. you got to get that six-pack, yeah. baby. You look like shit, buddy, <clears throat> but drink us and you're going to feel good. Yeah, it's all indicative of this like push. Um, 
it's related to efficiency, but also about just body image and you have to look like a model, you know, that you see in like a, a cologne ad. You got to look like that guy uh-huh. who's got his body stretched out and he's got a fucking 12 pack abs and he's drinking a 12 pack of Michelob Ultra every night. Hey, you said it. So you got to look like that. And th- that's what this beer kind of plays into. It's for the like work hard, play hard crowd. I think we talked about that in the Miller 64 episode as well. Sure. And Michelob in particular is kind of for the like higher end. You know, you get your done with your job on Wall Street, and you want to go get pissed up with the boys, and you're going to get some Michelob Ultras at the bar. That's what they're kind of playing to with, certainly with their advertising campaigns, and then in theory also who's buying the beer. So, so, so what? How does that differ from Miller sixty four? Because I feel like Miller sixty four played up to a similar crowd, but a slightly different crowd. It was mm-hmm. a crowd that was like playing high pitched softball, and like maybe right. was athletes in their 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 teens and twenties, um, and now wants to relive those glory years. Whereas our lawyer wants to remind us that the legal drinking age in <laughs> the United States is twenty one years of age, and teens are not allowed to drink. Look, Thank you. we would not be advocating it if we if they were. Um, but I feel like Michelob Ultra is is kind of geared towards young professionals, like you just said. Yep. People suited up, 20s, 30s, pop that suit jacket off, put that tie on your head, get a Michelob Ultra <laughs> off the bottom of the... Yeah, yeah. it's Tuesday night, baby. Get a little wild. <laughs> yeah. And so, but effectively, they're they're saying the same thing. They're mm-hmm. giving, applying the same pressures. They're making you say, feel like you you belong by drinking our beer rather than, I don't know, addressing the issues that make you feel like you don't belong. Yeah, I think Michelob Ultra, maybe regular Michelob has the connotation of being more premium than Miller. I don't know if that's true. I think it does. But I think Miller or Michelob Ultra certainly plays off that fact. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing to a higher crowd or a higher brow crowd or whatever, higher income something. Higher brow crowd. Higher brow crowd. Got it. As as it's known. And um, Michelob Ultra... I remember seeing in recent years the sales are just like they're the only one of the only beers that is climbing in sales over the years because people want to cut calories and they want yep. to people just want to get pissed up and not feel the consequences essentially and no Michelob Ultra plays into that no guilt yeah you but can still go to work the next day you can wh- still screw over low income people and <laughs> at your insurance job the next day yeah and and not feel any guilt because you pumped iron for fifteen minutes before work. Um, and then insurance is important. Um, it's an important industry. Our lawyers (laughs) advise us to say, um, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Michelob Ultra set the bar for other brands like Miller 64, which we reviewed like Bud 55, which I'm sure we'll get to unless they fucking discontinued at this point, (laughs) which they should, but Michelob Ultra was the first to kind of get there. And as we've talked about in beers in the past, half of it's marketing. We're both drinking this. This is a fine light beer. It's like three some percent alcohol. It's not a game changer in terms of taste. It's not a game changer in terms of calories. It's 95 calories for a a light amount of alcohol. So they poured some water into it. And so other brands tried to capitalize on that and say, hey, Miller 64, we poured more water into it. It's only 64 calories. But 55, we poured even fucking more water into it, and it's Mm -hmm. 55 calories. By the way, what if Miller 64 and Bud 55, the numbers referred to, like, the age that it was intended for? So your grandpa's, like, sitting there sucking down Miller 64s. Sure, that's why it was specific. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. These are for the elderly only. Yeah. Please do not partake if you're Miller 64. And then they saw, like, young people gravitate, and they didn't, they went, sure. 
you too. Yeah, yeah. The original pitch was, yeah. <laughs> How do we get those old geezers to start sucking yeah. down beers again? Low calories. They won't die. <laughs> Please continue, Joe. Your... Um, I think the end of my theory is that Michelob Ultra probably set the bar. Those people intimidated the bar. Intimidated? Jesus Christ. Imitated mm-hmm. the bar. Hey, Daddy's had some Michelob Ultra. <laughs> uh, those Apparently people imitated the bar and therefore didn't succeed. So Michelob Ultra set the bar. They're still there. People are still drinking it. And as you said, I think that that they captured what was an actual cultural phenomenon, which yeah. is young people want to drink shitty light beer, at least in America. Young people want to drink shitty light beer and lose weight and look great. Yeah. And I think that that might be p- part of a, a larger trend of like things, you know, like trends or or whatever start in cities typically. Like yep. ideas even start in cities. Companies start in cities and then they kind of expand as they get older and more commonplace. They expand into other areas of the country. And so that could be that could be something like here, Michelob Ultra is going after those millennials on Wall Street, whatever. And then it slowly expanded into Miller sixty four. All right, we see this trend of people wanting low calorie beers. So we're gonna distribute it in, you know, Iowa or whatever. And it, and it expands from there. Yeah. And I think that all feeds into this thing of like, you should you shouldn't want to be overweight. You should be thin, and um, you shouldn't want to be uh, on the flyover states. You should want to be in New York City. Yeah, this th- yeah. This money. is your ideal. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what media. That's what a lot of media representations would have us believe is that this should be your ideal, and so you should go and do this. Which obviously isn't true for everybody. Isn't true in general. Uh, but I think that that's part of what what it expanded from is you should want to be in shape. You should want to be skinny. Magazines yeah. tell you this. TV shows sh- tell you this. Mu- right. Movies tell you this. Um, so yeah, I think that's yeah, that's probably where Michelob Ultra comes into it. And and people are resonating with it. Yeah. So yeah, but I think I think the resonation comes from a trend outside of the beer culture, outside of the diet culture that we're talking about, which is this obsession with efficiency. Right, because yeah. we all have supercomputers in our fucking pockets at this point. Um, we're all staring at those blue screens throughout the day, and I think the staring at it is a noble pursuit. It's a pursuit of trying to globalize your local world by connecting with loved ones, by connecting with strangers, by connecting with, I don't know, people who are interested in the same things you're interested in, and you're able to do that in your pocket for the first time ever. But the downside to that is you're also expected to be connected at all times for Mm -hmm. the first time ever. So maybe in the past, somebody would send you, in the the distant past, somebody would send you an email and you had a couple days to fucking respond to it. Gasp. Uh, The modern workplace expects you to receive, get a notification. The notification sends a shock of fucking endorphins down your spine, dorphins, down your spine. I um, love the Miami dorphins. They're my favorite <laughs> NFL team. And, NFL team. And, you, and you have to react. The yeah. first thing you have to do is, uh, maybe this is something good. Maybe I won the lottery. And then you check your email and you're like, oh, my boss wants me to come in at 730 in the yeah. morning. And, and, and if you don't, and if you say, no, I've disconnected for the evening and tomorrow when I get to work, I will start working again. You're actually kind of behind the pack. Because yeah. everybody else is staring at their fucking phones at all points. It's I think that they've they've tuned into something beyond beer. It's it's to our culture's obsession, at least American culture's yeah. obsession with yeah. efficiency. 
No, I think you're totally right. And we we talked about this episode taking the similar path to Miller 64, the weight loss, yeah. and me expanding on my um, childhood obesity and uh, where I got to now. But I think this efficiency thing is much more interesting. Sure. Um, uh, just so the listeners know, I was I was huge in high school, uh, so you should know. And now I'm svelte as motherfucker. He looks great. Look he has great. not expanded. He has uh, <laughs> opposite of that. Whatever the ex- opposite of expansion is, yes, but no, I love the efficiency thing. I think that's a much better, much better discussion topic. Sure, um, because I think it is true, and I've dealt with it myself in in recent months and years. Of so many people are demanding of your time these days, whether it is friends or family or business associates, because you're you're always connected, whether it's Snapchat, you know, Facebook Messenger, text phone calls, which almost no one does anymore, but when they do, you think it's important. And then work emails, like you are expected to respond to it almost immediately. And when you find yourself in a situation where you can't respond, there's an anxiety associated with that, which just cheapens anything else you're trying to do, Right. which is a really debilitating feeling. And so the connection to this beer, I guess, would be if you're getting, f- you want to get fucked up. That's That's a given. It's why you're out at the bar right now with your friends, enjoying your time. Yeah, and so you don't want you don't want all the calories. You don't need all the liquor because the liquor is going to get you hung over the next day, and you can't perform at your very important job on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. And so you need this beer that can kind of just like get you into the groove of where you want to be and keep you going without getting you too far off the path. And so it is about efficiency. It's about not. not truly feeling the feeling that you are going after. Like you're kind of feeling the feeling and then you can expand upon it from there. Because we've all been fucked up before on actual liquor. And so we just need a little bit of the taste to get our juices flowing again. Oh, and listeners, a can't, jived see, up. listeners can't see your little jived up. I'm a little jived up. I got a couple <laughs> a couple dozen Michelob Ultras deep. <laughs> but I, I like where you're going. And I think that the feeling of the taste that you're talking about that feeling is the feeling of slowing down. We live in yeah, a, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. fucking world that blasts shit at us at all times. There's just diarrhea shit drowning us in the face, waterboarding us. Blatts. Waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Sorry, we, Blatts is good beer, not shit beer. Sorry. Well, we may have disagreed last episode. <laughs> um, but it's blasting us, and, and, and so you want to take a break. You're like, oh, I was at work all day, and all day I had to respond to those fucking emails and my boss yeah. and all blah, blah, blah. And so I want to just go to the bar. I want to hang out with my friends, have a nice conversation, talk about the goddamn Packers, and drink a beer. I want but, nothing more than that, by the way. Of course. We all But when strive. I drink that beer, I better not drink too much. I better uh, cut off the fat and drink a Michelob Ultra because mm-hmm. society tells me that I have to. Mm-hmm. In sacrifice of the thing that I'm looking for, which is a delicious flavor in the company of my friends. I... We're just programmed to pursue something that makes us, quote unquote, better by somebody else's standards, which isn't ours. Yeah. Yeah. Because and the whole like efficiency thing is such an American value, it feels like. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you were recently in Italy, wasn't it? It was probably a more relaxed thing. I heard a lot of things about breakfast wine. Oh sure. Which might not be acceptable here in the states because you got to be you got to be on your toes at 6 a.m. Sure. Uh hey, sun's up. You better be fucking productive. You better be making hay while the sun shines. Yeah, Second episode row, I'll make that uh <laughs> that should be a shirt. Make mm. hay while the sun shines. Um no, agreed. 
people there drink wine. It, it literally, not figuratively, literally is cheaper than water at in in points of at least. Where and so, my is wife that killing us in America? Is that killing us? It's not killing that attitude. Us. I think the attitude collectively has made America what it is. Great the, 2000, again? the 2016 election, notwithstanding, hey, not political, not that type of show, Nick. It's We're not, not going to get into we're it. We're apolitical. The 2016 election that was centrist cans we call ourselves. Yes, <laughs> we uh, the the culture of our uh, country has been formed by the model of efficiency that we have set for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in Europe, I haven't even traveled through Europe. I've been one fucking place for a couple of weeks. But in a couple of weeks, I got the sensation that there is less of this energy. There is more of this self-confidence that allows you to go, why are you doing that? It's kind of like someone maybe perhaps in their 50s, 60s, 40s, whatever, somebody with some self-confidence, with a, a, a life that has a foundation laid for them, looking at someone in their teens or 20s and saying, what are you doing? Why are you such a go-getter? I, I was too, but don't be. This is my advice to you. That's the feeling that I got when I went to Europe. And in America which relative to Europe is in its 20s because it was founded mm-hmm. a couple hundred years ago, is still, we're still doing that. We're still pushing ourselves to the limits without understanding why we are. Yeah. So it's a very childish thing almost, or a very yes. immature thing, and not and wise, we're not company. worldwise. Company, Jesus Christ, country. Hey, hey we're going gonna... to run this government like a business. And we should um, talk about a certain business that the boys at Cold Cans know oh. and love, and that's fanatics.com, folks. Um, today, if you go to coldcanspodcast.com slash fanatics, you can get up to 50% off your favorite merchandise. Hey, those first place Milwaukee Brewers. Hey, those in the future first place Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know, whatever fucking team you like. Hey, I need to per- replace my Brooks Kieschnick Brewers jersey. I need a new one. I'm I- going to go to... I don't Where? think I don't think Fanatics is going to sell you a replacement Brooks Kieschnick jersey, but if anywhere did, it'd be <laughs> coldcanspodcast.com slash Fanatics. You'll get up to 50% off today. Um, go there now. Buy your fucking Golden State jerseys or whatever you need to buy to prepare for the season. If you're Fanatics of this podcast, you're going to be a Fanatic of Fanatics. Go to coldcanspodcast.com slash Fanatics. I bet Steph Curry drinks Michelob Ultra. You think? You know? I bet he doesn't drink any alcohol. <laughs> I bet he doesn't. He's a successful human being. <laughs> yeah. uh, but let's check back in the taste. How is it going down for you? So I'm, I don't know, I got like a, maybe an eighth of it left. And by the way, we usually uh, discuss the, the the can design before we discuss anything else. And my wife, Devin, who's going to be on a future podcast Who? going forward, um, discussed how this is a typical 12-ounce can. But she liked it because it's not this chubby little fat can like usual. They have slimmed it down, allowed her puny little hands to grasp all the way around the can, and it's taller. So it feels like you're drinking like a Red Bull or something. It kind of gives you a different feeling than a normal 12-ounce can of beer. It's skinny, just like we're made to believe. And that's exactly what it's doing. Lengthen it out. Hey, at at some point it'll be like a half inch diameter, and it'll be like it four plays. or five feet tall. <laughs> yeah. And you have to it's like just watch a straw, where you're pointing just a straw it. Full of beer. <laughs> yeah, um, it plays into our all our instincts. Of like, man, if I was like three inches taller, I wouldn't even have to work out anymore. If I was just a little bit taller, if I was a baller. <laughs> but um, this little red ribbon. Girls. Yeah, this little red ribbon. Yeah, 
Um, I like that a lot. It's a little touch because this the rest of this can is a blue and white nothingness. And then they have one little hint of color there. I don't know what it signifies. I don't know what it means, but I like it. So Red I Banner, like the can. yeah. Uh, 4.2% alcohol, by the way. Not, not as Seriously? bad as we thought, yeah. And uh, should we get into who's brews this beer here? Are we going to have Might to get, be... address the elephant in the room again? Yes. Uh, this is one of the conglomerates. If uh, if Jesse Ventura were here, which he's not today. Of course he's not. Uh, he would tell us that this is controlled by AB InBev, Anheuser-Busch. If you think AB InBev oh doesn't my... have its fingers oh over every God. single beverage Jesse's you've ever here. consumed, you think the water you're drinking out of Jesse. the fucking tap has... Jesse, I thought you were on his town. To anybody besides, no, I have had to cancel my plans. My wife has left. Governor, me. I uh, go ahead, Nick. Governor, address me. What were you going to say, Governor? Yeah, go ahead. We thought you were unavailable today. We thought you were hunting elk in the Yukon. What brings I, you here into Seattle into our Canada podcast will studio? not let me across its border at this point in time. I have been instructed to stay inside the continental United States. I will not leave it. But one thing the continental United States must understand is that AB InBev controls a path straight to Barry Obama's penthouse, which is situated at the top of the Michelob Ultra. Um, I can't, I can't do it anymore. It hurts. What's the address there? What is the address of Barry's penthouse? It's at 33 Barack Obama Lane. You're not going to understand it. Oh my God. So Michelob Ultra has been doing this for a long time. It, uh, it sponsors a lot of shit. Yeah. So it sponsors the, hey, crush that beer, Nick. It's crushed. That cold can (laughs) is a crushed can, folks. So. It sponsors the Ultra Open at Kingsmill, the Michelob Ultra Futures Player Championship, both mm. golf tournaments, the Michelob Ultra um, Tour of Missouri Bicycle Race. <laughs> Misery, more like, <laughs> I hate you, shirt. son of a bitch. <laughs> the King of the Mountains jersey, I don't know what that means. The Rugby Super League and the PGA Tour player, Sugio Garcia, who recently won Sergio. the big one. Sergio. And I know uh, listener Anthony Swissenberg is going to be excited about that. Yes. Sergio Garcia uh, is also sponsored by Michelob, of course. So beer's been around. Yes. The the marketing we talked about earlier is everywhere for this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the money to put behind it. And it's grown. It's Like we said, it's one of the few beer brands that's grown in recent years. And that uh, that kind of confirms the whole thing of people want efficiency. Sure. They want to get... Uh, because 4.2% alcohol, that's actually not that bad for this kind of beer. For the 92, calories, 96 90, calories, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to our ratings, huh? Okay. So I think that this one, like many of the beers that we've drank, um, comes down to branding, right? Mm. Like, let's get to your taste first before we get to the rankings. What's your taste profile on this? I honestly don't mind it. It's very light. It goes down so easy. It doesn't even taste like a beer. Um, so if I was in a situation and I've been playing, I mean, I've been at a tailgate before or playing beer ball with friends where I'm drinking Michelob Ultras. Affectionately referring to them as Chick Alts. Chick Alts. Yes. This is a very, uh, misogynistic term. You refer to this <laughs> beer as it's so light that only women would drink it. And so you're called a chick if you're drinking it. Yeah. You're a sack of shit. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, synonymous with a chick is a sack of shit. Yep. So, uh, it's a very light beer. I've, I've drank it before in social settings. And um, um, I don't mind it, to be honest. It's it's very light. No flavor, but, um, yeah, it didn't go down hard. Okay. 
I, I think that's part of the appeal of it. It doesn't go down hard. It's a smooth drinking beer. It uh, doesn't taste like skunk. It doesn't have that kind of blats, like old, like uh, age to it that, that, that some of these like beers do. And it, it doesn't have the, um, the, uh, what I would call artificial bite to it. Mm. That's something like a Bud Light or a like Miller a dentures. Light. <laughs> we call that dentures, artificial bite. <laughs> yes. No, that's something like a Miller Light would add to it for no reason. So Miller okay. Light thinks that it needs to have some sort of beer flavor. This beer is unapologetic. Oh boy, with its lightness. <laughs> I, by the way, for the listeners, I spilled this beer. Um, it's unapologetic with its lightness, right? It tells you it's Michelob Ultra. It's ninety fucking six calories, whatever it is. Yeah, it's let's, a little like Miller sixty four in that in me, that way. Let me read you. This plays into the beer advocate score and the the rating. Um, yep. The notes on this: It's brewed using the finest barley malt, select grains, all imported hops, and a pure cultured yeast strain. The special choice of grains, combined with the extended mashing process, produces a smooth, refreshing beer with fewer fewer carbohydrates. Uh, and Beer Advocate gives us a score of 47. Oh, really. that's all-time Rates bad. To awful. And the bros wow. give it a 36, also awful. Awful must be almost the <clears throat> bottom of the Beer Advocate rating. That's as low as I've seen I it. I think it is because Miller 64, which we did, was a 52 and 55 on wow. the Beer Advocate score. Yeah. I'm actually shocked. I know. The... Wow. It's probably the lack of flavor. We've kind of talked about that. We talked about that in the Blatz episode. Blatz tastes like beer, and so it's... You know, even though it's shitty beer, it tastes right. like beer. It's beer. This almost doesn't taste like anything, and yeah. I think that's why it gets a low rating. It's just like tepid water. Yeah, with like a shitty uh, underlying like stale flavor yeah. to it. Whereas like Miller sixty four, you can tell is a Miller Light that just has some more water. But at least they put some effort into Miller Light. They're yeah. not putting anything into this. This is just something with a little bit of alcohol. It, it is. It's the drinking the the little bit of Gatorade at the bottom of Gatorade that you filled with water, <laughs> thinking it was a water bottle. That that's what you get here. All right, where are we slotting this? Let's in? get to the rankings. So I'm going to read the rankings. I think our listeners deserve the full rankings. We've had a lot of requests to read the entire rankings. So one to N, it is Rodenbach Grand Cru, Deschutes Swivelhead Red, Kona Longboard, Crikey IPA, Rainier Blatz. Palisades, Pineapple, Iyengar, Brew Ice, Iyengar, Rolling Rock, Schaffenhofer, Hefeweizen, Grapefruit, to Beer, Molson, Miller 64, Miller Lite, Budweiser, Olympia, Odules, and Smirnoff Ice. I would put this in the bottom sector for sure. Where are you going, Nick? Yeah, I'm looking right in that Miller Lite and Budweiser range. Um, hmm. I would still rather drink this than an Olympia. Really? Well, you know my history there. I vomited that one up. Your stomach um, doesn't agree. Nope. Send this one to the peaks of Olympia, it says, straight out the mouth. Send this one straight to the dairy mill. To the mill. dairy mill. <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while. No, a, we haven't. Uh, a genuine one, an organic one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i I'm conflicted because I would rather drink this than a Miller 64. Like, I'm never going to order a Miller 64 at a bar, but I think I would order a Michelob Ultra. You're getting bar. to where I would put it. Okay. I also didn't like Molson Canadian. I only keep that there because I have friends who are... Uh, we're on the episode. But as we've said many times, these rankings are very subjective. <laughs> they are. Um, Your Palisades Pineapple is number fucking seven because of friends on the episode. That one's going to have to be the redone. Princess of Pineapple, I apologize. Yes. I'll bow down. Sacred. Oh, man. Chef of a grapefruit beer, too. Oh, God. You're climbing that ladder. Where are you going, Nick? You know what? I'll, I'll slot it in before you give yours, and we'll debate it. I'll slot it in between Rolling Rock and Chef of Wow. You're wrong, Nick. 
Tell me. For the first time <laughs> in, what, 18 episodes, you're wrong. In 26 years, you mean? You're way off. Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, which seems like the 18 episodes. No, it's between <laughs> rolling. It's between. Oh, God damn it! It's between Molson and Miller 64 for me. Okay. It's above Miller 64. What um, did you like about Molson? The thing that we talked about originally, it has a brand to it, which is iconic that an entire country rallies behind. That's not our country. Fair enough. It has, and we should build a wall between. <laughs> um, it has a authentic. An authentic beer flavor um, that sure. it, it is uh, at least attempting to do and has a regular percent alcohol. It's something that they go to the tailgates with, they drink. I cannot slot something like this that is watered down shit um, above a beer that's at least making an attempt, even if it's a mass market attempt. I can slot it above Miller 64 because I personally would, if I watched a shelf between Miller 64 and McLeod Ultra. I would buy McLeod Ultra over this. I don't know why. I think it's because it's a I like a, a, a brand that's dedicated to it, not a brand that said, hey, we need to respond to McLeod Ultra and create some yeah. fucking Frankenstein thing called Miller 64. So for me, I would put it above Miller 64, but below Molson. So you have it below Rolling Rock above Chef and Hoover. So we're, uh, we're two, two off. Away. Yeah. No, I'll put it. I'll put it where you got it. Um, oh. I, don't, I don't mind the Canadian. <laughs> they got uh, universal health care, so if people are overweight, they can take care of them, and uh, they don't have to pressure them into cutting calories. Well, that's very reasonable of you, sir. <laughs> okay. I, uh, Jesse Ventura has a knife at my throat, and uh, he's he's trying to get me to if put it into that slot. You think the government slot. hasn't had a knife at your throat for the last twenty six years that you've been your pathetic fucking life has been alive? You're going to have another thing coming in the next 26 years before you inevitably die at 52 years old, drinking your last Michelob Ultra. Jesse, Jesse, thanks for being here today. We didn't think we'd have you, but... You didn't ask me here, but I'm going to continue to come back. There's nothing stopping me from coming... Hey, there's nothing... Ba 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 da ba 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 Jesse Ventura The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 